Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Let me get rid of this gum. We're talking through gum. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday, January the 7th of 2020. That's right, we did a full loop. We're back around and we're going in for round two. And I'm excited about it because it can't possibly be worse than the first time around. It's 2021. We made it, guys. We're here. It doesn't feel any different, and it's unlikely to feel any different for the next one, possibly two calendar years, but that's okay. We've we took one step outside the front door. Now we just gotta, you know, make it down the rest of the steps and out into the traffic to play. It's not a technical podcast. We've got a good show lined up for you. Hope you uh, hopefully you guys had a phenomenal holiday week or two. Uh, this was, I think, the first... Uh, do we normally take two weeks off in the last couple of years? Uh, we might have done it one year. I don't remember now. It Fall usually blur. depends on how the days fall. And this, 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 uh, holiday season, the, uh, the days fell really specifically. Um, and, uh, and more like last week, honestly, we might've been able to do it last week, but the news has been scant because it's a holiday season. There's not that much shit going on. One or two little things come out. Um, and in fact, even with all this time, this is one of the shorter lists. <laughs> And I've put that I've been able to put together despite having all of this uh, extra time for news to occur. So we made it. We made it though, and uh, we got another good show lined up for you uh, this week. But it's been a while. It's been a few weeks, and I have been able to ask the world's most important question, Mister Black. How was your weeks? Uh, they were all right. Um, been busy. Christmas <laughs> was good. I mean, it was quiet. Um, we didn't get to like go visit all the family like we normally do. Just had, uh, my parents come over on Christmas and then we went over or, uh, Christmas Eve. And then we went over to Kayla's parents on Christmas day Mm. and it was just the initial family. So Mm. there was only like five of us. Um, but it was nice. Like it was like that first year you have an excuse to like not go and see all the family. You, you don't know? have to see like the extended, extended, extended. Yeah, yeah. Like you had a good excuse for it because everybody's sort of in the same boat. So yeah. Um, I mean, we could have like we could have still went and we would have been still under the, you know, the group limit the and stuff. Technical but, limit, yeah. Yeah, it's just not worth it. Mm. Um, so we just kind of we just kind of chilled and it was nice, quiet. Uh, Kai and Kai threw a hissy fit on Christmas. He had like one of the worst <laughs> mornings ever at Christmas, but he was super jazzed Christmas Eve. um he was like he was teething and then he um there was something else going on with him at the time too so he was just having a rough go um but yeah other than that it's been good i've been busy at the uh triplex getting that thing ready um and then yeah been streaming not as much like the last two weeks i i've i might have clocked in like maybe 50 hours in two weeks or so streaming Mm. which is like really low for me but I've just been so busy with the with the rental property and uh and then just over the holidays, like I just took a bit more family time. Just imagine that. Just, yeah. I just kinda Imagine I say taking I some some family yeah. time during the holidays. What a fucking novel idea that is. <laughs> I know. I felt it felt weird. Like it was yeah. So anyway, I've just been a little more conscious of that. And uh that's pretty much it. Well, there you go. I mm-hmm. had I had a, uh, a, you know, similar Christmas was good, as good as it could be. We didn't have, you know, my, usually the, the, you know, my, my aunts and uncles and stuff would be here 
on you know Christmas or some shit for dinner or, or something. Because it's not there's not that many of us, especially since uh, my uh, cousin Kayla moved out west. But uh, all the same, we avoided that this year because uh, you know Ben is a teacher and he's in with all the kids, and of course he's in contact with his mom and dad. And so just for an abundance of safety, uh, we just decided to to not do that. We do you know they came over and they were you know, out in the front yard, and we were, like, you know, having the talk from inside the house with the door open, and they're out in the front yard, or whatever the fuck, and thankfully it's not been, like, 48 below zero, so that wasn't exactly, like, that big of a deal, <laughs> that big of a deal. It was, like, I don't know what, they came over, and it was, like, eight or nine degrees outside, it was like, uh, I think uh, John had a t-shirt. <laughs> t-shirt and shorts. Merry Christmas! <laughs> Merry Christmas! Um, so, yeah, we, we, uh, we just did that, and then kept it small, and we didn't even do christmas dinner together at the table inside the house it was still the usual that we've been doing where you know em and i are down here mom and dad are are upstairs and and uh whatnot but uh it was it was good it was the first christmas we ever didn't get a real tree mom didn't even want to go through the 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 song and dance of going and buying a real tree waiting in the lineup to like get into the lot to be able to pick a tree to get home because nobody other than mom and dad were going to see it anyway. Em and I were going to walk upstairs, you know, once or twice a day, yeah. <laughs> see it for like 45 seconds. And so it would have been like, you know, uh, mom and dad doing this whole crazy Christmas do for, uh, for basically just the two of them. So they bought like a little mini, a little mini fake tree or whatever the fuck. And then just had their stuff set up underneath the little mini tree and called it a fucking day. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was definitely a, uh, a different Christmas, a little bit of a different experience from years previous, but otherwise, nevertheless, good. Everyone's, you know, as healthy as it could be. And, uh, Nan was, you know, Nan's doing Nan things. And so it was, it was pretty good. And then after that, the last week or so has been uh, a little bit of a, uh, uh, of a roller coaster. My days were already blending, but they were super blended in the last, uh, couple weeks because, uh, dad threw his back out entirely. Like, his, like, he hasn't thrown it that bad in probably about 10 years. And, uh, it was because he's picking up Nan. So Nan's completely immobile, so she's in bed all the time. But, you know, we, we can't use a, a bedpan with her, so we have to use the commode. So we, you have to get her from the bed onto the commode and off the commode and back into the bed. And then this happens several times a day, right? So with COVID... Uh, when it went back up, you know, I was taking shifts before with dad to like you know, share the load of, of doing that kind of work. And, but then when it picked back up and M was back at work, dad had to do all of it, you know, for, because they, we didn't want to expose Nam. So, uh, he did it enough. And then just one day his back just went, you know what? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> so, so he was completely out in bed. Couldn't leave bed for like four days. Damn. He was completely up. So uh, we had no choice. I was back on the docket for uh, for doing nan duty. Uh, and because she can sometimes get up uh, middle of the night, and then she's usually up at 9, and then 12, and then 5, and then 9, and then 11, and then whatever. Those are like the usual times and sometime in the middle of the night. So between that and then taking picking up and taking M to work, you know, 6, 7 o'clock in the morning, um, and then 
trying to like figure out when I was going to get like work done or whatever and then helping mom around the house because dad's completely out so anything that dad did around the house I was now doing I was basically staying up all night so I pull an all-nighter go pick up him from work come home get nan on and off go to bed for like two and a half hours nan's up again wake up, go go to Nan, put Nan back down, go back downstairs, sleep for another couple hours, wake up, go do Nan, uh, come back down, and then, like, at that point, it's, like, 3 o'clock or some shit in the afternoon, and I'm like, I can't fuck go back to bed now, get to get out of bed, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, zombie mode the fuck out of it, stay awake until 8.30 in the morning again, go to sleep, <laughs> I did that for, like, a while, bro, I didn't know what day of the week it was, I didn't know what time it was, because it was always dark, Every time I looked outside, it's just dark. So I was just like, I, I, I didn't know. I was just on a full <laughs> autopilot, 110% fucking autopilot. And I'm still kind of You're coming, being a trooper, man. You're uh, being I, a trooper. It's whatever. Like, I, didn't, I didn't hate doing it, but it was like, fuck, I felt like I was high. Like, all the time. I felt fucking high. And now I'm, like, on the come down. So... Um, I'm still doing it, but M hasn't had to work for a while. So I've had time to actually sleep. So mm. yesterday, the day, so yesterday, so the, uh, two nights ago, I guess we went to bed at like 1130, which is like fucking hella early for me. That's it's crazy early. I didn't even think I was capable, but I went to bed at 1130, woke up at like 10 in the morning. Nan, bless her soul, slept until 10 o'clock in the morning. Didn't have to get out of bed. Oh. So I'd already slept like fuck it. I was like, Yes. Okay, I got up. I still felt like ass, of course. It's been a couple weeks. I came back downstairs after making breakfast or whatever for Em and I. I ate. I went up for Nan at, at 12. I came back downstairs. Em was watching anime or some shit on, on Netflix. And I was at my computer working on my website redesign or whatever, right? I'm just sitting here. And I stared at my monitor for like 35, 45 minutes and nothing happened. I didn't move. I didn't put anything on the screen. I just... For like 45 <laughs> minutes, I turned around, I turned my monitor off, I said, nope. No, I that ain't back, it. I went to the couch, I laid down on M, bro, I slept for another four and a half hours. There you go. <laughs> there you go, I playing catch up. I woke up, I was like, fucking what? Uh, and uh, so now I'm still kind of like, I'm still loopy, but uh, I'm getting there. We're, we're starting to play catch up. But that's been my, that was it. It was Christmas directly into that. And it feels like Christmas was literally like 48 hours ago. But I know it's been a couple of weeks, but here we are. We're giving it Technolf Podcast time for some news, Mr. Black. Let's start it off strong with a little bit of Twitch news. Very minimal Twitch news. Uh, but nevertheless... I feel like it has to be mentioned because it, it's a it's like a fucking institution or has been an institution on Twitch for ages. The Pog Champ emote is officially removed from the website after many many. I'm gonna say it kind of crazy ass fucking public statements from the man behind the Pog Champ emote. <laughs> that's happened. That's happened for a while now. Uh, he finally, <laughs> apparently, uh, Twitch looked at his last post here from yesterday when the United States was doing their best job at recreating the fall of Rome and made some crazy fucking comments <laughs> that basically was like on board with all the shit that was happening, you know, like kind of like, uh, endorsing it. And that was like, Twitch was like, all right, well, now we really can't fucking have your shit on the site anymore. So they just came out and said, all right, you know what? It's done. We're we're walking away from that. We're, they're going to come up. Apparently, they want to work with the community to come up with replacements. Day 9 had one of the better ideas where he said, why don't we have a whole list of, like, different streamers 
uh, you know, pog quote unquote reactions. And then every time globally somebody puts in pog, it's a random one uh, from that list, like a batch. You don't know what you're going to get. So when shit happens at a big event and everyone's doing pog, it'd be like fucking, you know, 45, 55, whatever, how many different versions of pog that you can come up with is just random. I thought that was kind of a cool idea. That getting a lot of traction. Uh, actually, there was a, a lot of, uh, retweets that's and, a cool and idea i like that yeah and uh uh dj wheat was like a hundred percent on board uh, uh with that so maybe that's the route they're gonna take uh but right now if you look i think the one that they have in chat right now the fucking lo- the lizard pog uh i don't even know what the actual writing out of uh that is i don't know what it is i have to hover the fuck over it right now to see uh komodo hype um, if you look at, like, the trending emotes, you never know what the fuck Twitch is gonna latch on to. <laughs> swear to fuck. Like, if you- if you ask me what's gonna be, like, the- the natural, you know, pr- like, the natural replacement of PogChamp, <laughs> fucking Komodo hype, it's not gonna be- not that gonna be it. on my that list, but no, lo and behold, it. Twitch, you, if you look at the fucking, like, the- the trending for it, it's just fucking vertical bird. <laughs> In the last couple of days, that so, ain't it. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Do you never know what Twitch is going to come up with? But, uh, but yeah, it's gone. Uh, you know, I kind of like. I understand why they did it because global, and therefore it's kind of like Twitch is endorsing whoever they have for the global. Yeah. The thing was that the crazy thing was, and, and why I kept using Pog uh, PogChamp myself, even though he said some crazy shit, was he hated the fact. That he was associated with Pog, and known as the Pog Champ guy. So I was like, "This guy's fucking kook shit." I'm gonna just keep using his Pog. <laughs> using his Pog Champ. Fuck is like a little mini troll. He's like, just fuck it. Like he hates it. Just fucking use it. Um, but I totally get why they did it. it makes perfectly good sense. Uh, you know, you can't you can't hate him for that. Even though it's you know, even they admitted they're like, "Look, this emote's bigger than the guy at this point." Obviously, um, you know, most people <clears throat> probably wouldn't even know that that was him. Unless you yeah. told them, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, but nevertheless, yeah, that happened. So no more no more OG Pog Champ. You're gonna be uh, getting some replacements soon. Uh, and my God, my timeline was just full of like every streamer putting their version of Pog Champ on the timeline. Like Twitch, you want to use mine? It's like everyone like jumping on the fucking boat trying to get their global emote on. Uh, but I like I like Sean's idea. Hopefully that's the one that uh, that goes through. Uh, next up, the Persona series soundtracks, uh, which are pretty much all fire. Uh, some of the best soundtracks in gaming come from the Persona series. Uh, and I don't mean just the mainline games. I mean, I think they've got, like, damn near anything you can, you can name that has Persona on the box. Uh, all of it has come to Spotify. 746 songs. Now the question is, is it DMCA friendly? No, of course not. Atlas right. is like Atlas already hates you streaming their shit anyway, let alone yeah. the music. But yeah. if you enjoy it, well, let's do it on your own time. Seven hundred and forty-six songs uh, that span nearly the, if not the entire catalog uh, of the Persona series. And so, uh, you know, have fun with that. It's good shit. Uh, next up, Ocarina of Time HD remake is being rumored, Mister Black, twenty twenty-one. I mean, this one's a no-brainer. It's just a matter of when. It's not really a matter of if. It's kind of just when. They've already done, like... They they already did sort of this on the 3DS. Like, the Ocarina of Time 3D that they did. They, like, overhauled everything. Like, the assets were, like, pretty much largely overhauled. Uh, So if they just took that and made it available on the Switch, 
they're already like 80% of the way there. They wouldn't have to do that much more to it. Um, but the reason why, or one of the reasons why that this is coming up now is that, of course, this year, so 2021, is the 35th anniversary of The Legend of Zelda. And so I, so there's going to be, I'm sure there's going to be lots of rumors of what are they going to do to celebrate the 35th anniversary uh, of, uh, of the franchise. Does that mean that they're going to do HD remakes and shit or whatever? Or maybe they're going to go the route that they did with, uh, with Mario what we were, uh, that we were talking about, uh, I believe, on the last podcast, where it's like we're going to do these limited edition runs of, oh, yeah. a, of added content uh, tacked onto bundles and, and then slam it back in the Disney vault. Uh, you know, what, what, uh, what are they going to do with that? I don't know, but uh, I'm sure whatever they do, they're going to charge you full price and you are going oh. to pay it. <laughs> oh, yeah. especially for something like ocarina of time they're yeah. gonna melt the shit out of that absolutely but yeah so it's just a rumor but i mean it's the 35th anniversary something's gonna happen is that part of it it seems relatively likely but you know we never you, you, you never fucking know it could just be something like they're doing with mario uh also Nintendo news, Nintendo acquired Next Level Games, which is actually a Canadian-based uh, studio in Vancouver, uh, and this studio has been working almost exclusively with Nintendo now for uh, a few years, uh, but their previous games, I just had a little short list here that they've done with, uh, with Nintendo, uh, goes back as far as uh, like Super Mario Strikers for the GameCube, uh, they did mm. another follow-up with the, with the Strikers franchise later on as well, they did Punch-Out for the Wii, that was a very successful title for them. Uh, and more recently, the one that people would probably recognize easiest would be Luigi's Mansion 3, which they did for the Switch. I hear um, that was really good, actually. Yeah, so pretty much everything that these guys have done for Nintendo has done well and has been received pretty well. And so um, after having worked with them pretty exclusively, it seems Nintendo said, you know what, why don't we just buy you up? Microsoft and Sony are buying up people. Why don't we buy up people too? So they went with they went with these guys, uh, which is you know a safe a safe little acquisition. It's not like they're buying heavy hitters or some shit. It's not like a Bethesda buyout or, or anything crazy. But uh, but all the same, uh, all the same, definitely a, an easy choice for them if they wanted to lock them up. And they've <clears throat> they've obviously proven themselves with that list of games and other. And that's just a very minimal list. But uh, but yeah. So I suspect now you're going to see. Uh, perhaps Nintendo give them uh, a bigger project at this point. You know, they nailed Luigi's Mansion 3. Maybe Nintendo's thinking, okay, let's give you something meatier, but we're going to buy you first, <laughs> and then we're going to give it to you. We're going to buy um, you so we can control you, and then And, and then, then we'll give, you- give you something meaty, yeah. Uh, I never played the Striker games. It's, I think, the only Mario Sport title that I didn't play was the Strikers. Did you ever, you had a GameCube, did you ever play Strikers? I didn't play it, no, but I, I do own a copy oh, okay. uh, of Strikers. It's, it's actually a, kind of an expensive GameCube game as well. It's really? like appreciating pretty pretty quickly. What are GameCube games going for? And like, are they actually, bit. like, are they going up? Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. They're they're not cheap. Because when, when, when GameCube first, like, fell, like, went away as a console... You could literally not have, people would not, you couldn't pay somebody to take the GameCube off your hands. I remember yeah. trading mine in and I got like fucking, I don't know, it was like, I think I got like like 20 or $30 for the console. Like it was like literally nothing. Yeah, the consoles, the consoles aren't worth a ton, but the games are the worth games quite are worth a bit. Quite a bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so there you go. We'll see what comes out of that uh, eventually uh, after their bio. 
next, I think, you know what, before I do that, I thought that I had another piece of Nintendo news somewhere uh, that I could tie to that. Yes, okay, here it is. So apparently, way back when, when old Steve Ballmer was still CEO of Microsoft, developers, 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 developers himself, the sweaty monster, uh, he, uh, when X- Xbox was first in its like kind of in its infancy period, and they were looking for ways of getting first-party titles uh, onto the console, old Stevie Boy was a little drunk with uh, new CEO power, and he was like, "Man, what if we bought Nintendo?" Mm. And so, and so he he was crazy enough to actually send a team over to Nintendo headquarters to have a little sit-down chit-chat about <laughs> buying up Nintendo, and their, and their pitch at the time was, "Look." You know, your console isn't nearly, or your consoles aren't nearly as powerful as PlayStation's offerings. We can do that. We can make the console that's more powerful. And you guys are obviously the best at churning out top quality software. So what if we did the console side and we we buy you out and we let you just run wild with what you do best, which is make games? Mm. And essentially, according to one of the guys who was there for this, it was like an hour and a bit presentation. Apparently, they got laughed at for about an hour. I would like, imagine. Literally laughed at. Not not like a figured, like they got laughed at for an hour. But hey, they tried. Hey, you got to shoot your shot. You, you know shoot your saying? shot. Or Steve Ballmer was getting somebody else to shoot that shot so he didn't have to take the heat. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but, but yeah, that would have been... Can you imagine a world where Microsoft bought out Nintendo? How fucking... No. No. Wild. Would that have been? No. Fuck. Coming to Game Pass. <laughs> Nintendo's entire library. You imagine. Uh, yeah. Okay. So there's your n- n- uh, Nintendo news. Let me get back to where I was in the list. Uh, Katsuhiro Harada of Tekken fame is working on the most costly, apparently the most costly project in Bandai Namco history. The company's been around for a while, so saying that it's the most costly project actually has a little bit of weight there. Uh, we have no idea what the fuck that is, whether it's a fighting game or something else. If it's that costly, I doubt it's a fighting game. Fighting games don't normally run you that much money, at least to my knowledge. However, all the same, um, it did get substantially slowed by COVID. So apparently the pitch went through and they accepted it and gave them all the money uh, just not long before COVID kicked up. And so the start, the actual start of the project, of course, basically got the brakes put on it, but it's still going forward and it is the largest uh, financial cost the company has ever uh, taken on for a project. I'm interested. I don't, there's not a lot of Bandai, like Bandai Namco shit that comes out that I'm like looking to get my hands on. Uh, but anytime somebody comes out and says, we just dropped a bag on a new, on a, on a new game. Nah, I perk up, because if you're crazy enough to spend that much money, because when somebody says a lot of money these days for a game, I mean, that's a, it's a lot of money. You know, when you, when you got, like, fucking Star Citizen is, is elbow deep in somebody's, uh, bank's asshole for the amount of money they pulled down, or, uh, you know, GTA 5's $500 million budget, or, uh, you know, whatever, I doubt it's that, but it's probably a sizable chunk. And maybe they're trying to get in on, uh, if I had to guess... But take a stab at it. 
I bet you it is, um, like a, a game, you know, game as a service type shit, and it's probably anime-ish. I will, I'll, I, even though he's a Tekken guy, I'm gonna just say that it's it's gonna be anime, and maybe we're gonna be seeing a competitor to Genshin Impact coming out of Bandai Namco. It'll probably be the polar opposite of that, but I'm gonna say that that might be a possible option. That game, Genshin Impact, was a $100 million game. It made $400 million just on mobile in the first two months. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people that are going, all right, we can do that, and possibly better. Uh, and so <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to say maybe that's it. I don't know. Maybe that's the one. Either way, we'll wait and see. I'm going to go, fi- it's probably, I'm going to say fighting game. I don't know. It would make sense. He is from Tekken, but you would think that if he was going to make a fighting game, it would just be more Tekken. Like Maybe. you would think, yeah, I, I would, I would think anyway. But yeah. and, and then I, and then again, like I don't know what the most money they've ever spent on a game is, but dumping like you know two hundred million dollars into a fighting game seems like a bit of a risky situation. Yeah, <laughs> does, like yeah. how many people are going to be buying that fighting game, right? I mean, I don't even know if Street Fighter wants to be spending two hundred million dollars plus on a game but nevertheless um yeah so there you go now having recently been taken down for whatever reason uh nobody's quite certain yet perhaps it wasn't meant to go up yet uh but uh there was a uh, a posting job posting put up by respawn entertainment the fine folks that brought us uh you know uh, most recently apex legends Put a job posting up that uh, said that they're, or uh, alludes to the fact that they're working on a brand new IP. So not a sequel to something or anything of that nature, but apparently a fresh property that uh, most notably in this job listing, and I got this from Nibel on Twitter, uh, he said that he pulled this this one bullet point out uh, that st- stood out to him, and he said, uh, he said that it said... Um, uh, where is it in here? I just lost myself in my... Oh. That enables... That this game enables, quote-unquote, adventuring forever. Whatever. And like, and I'll, I'm, I'm going to repeat, because I'll be saying the same shit, what Nibel said on Twitter. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> adventuring forever. forever. What does that even fucking mean? Like, is it procedurally generated? Is it like a No Man's Sky type thing where, like, where you go from place to place and, like, mission structures and environments are procedurally generated so it's like, technically adventuring forever? You're not limited to just the world that they put in front? Hopefully it's not a space game. I'm just... <laughs> well, I, do, I, do, I don't... I, yeah, I'm, it's probably not a space game. But adventuring forever and having it be not a space game... I mean, it could also be like a, I mean, shit, it could be like a roguelike, you know, technically that's adventuring forever, you know, they mix the shit up every time you you, you jump in, like a, like a Hades type thing, but if it's in, a, in an adventure game, um, kind of, who knows? And you've got to believe it's a, it's a first person shooter. I mean, is Respawn about to go outside their pocket and make something not FPS? Probably not. Probably not. So, adventuring forever but first-person shooter, whatever the fuck, those things come together 
to form some sort of fucking, uh, you know, Voltron. We'll have to wait and see. But they took the posting down. So I don't know if it, was, if it mistakenly went up or maybe it had information in there that we didn't want people to know about yet. Uh, but, you know, this day Maybe they age, found somebody. Maybe they hired somebody. They, immediately. <laughs> the first, yeah. first 24 hours. Done. Get the shit off Probably. of there. Probably. Entirely, it's entirely possible. Uh, next up. Oh, I skipped around and now I'm lost. Next up. Oh, a survey from Microsoft went out recently. Occasionally that'll happen. You know, you get a little survey pop up, and uh, I don't know if that's just because if you're part of like the early, uh, what do they call it at Microsoft's? I don't think they call it early access program, but similar similar concept um, for like uh, console update releases and things of that nature. Uh, anyway, I don't know if it was for that or just generally they just canvas people on emails or something. But a survey went out that was asking players. If they wanted a PlayStation 5 DualSense-like features for the Xbox controller. I'm going to say the answer would probably be yes. Um, I don't know why anyone wouldn't want to go down that road. That That's probably, of all the features the PS5 has right now, the one that I see people talk about the most is the DualSense... <clears throat> you know, uh, force feedback, uh, triggers and all that kind of stuff that comes with it. Yeah. Uh, especially when it's implemented well, people seem to be really excited about it. So I, I, I'm going to say that the odds are people are very much. And yeah, exactly. That was my, that was my you know, rhyming noodles. Why even ask that question? That's, that was my, that was my thought. Like, why don't you mean? Yes. Just do it. I don't even know. And to be honest, I don't know if you have a choice, Microsoft. I mean, like that's a, that's a, that's a, you know, you have to meet your, your competitor at parity with a fucking controller. And if, and if, you know, developers are investing time into making that work and it's going to be, you know, the same game exists on two, on the two consoles, but the experience is better because of those features on that controller. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you might want to you might want to do that. Um but uh, I you know personally I've never been able to experience it yet cuz I don't have the console. Uh, Mr. Black doesn't have it either, but like I said on my timeline anyway, the one thing I see the most of when people talk about PS5 is that feature. Next to the loading times, I guess. That's another obviously another common one, but that's not a uh, a huge differentiating factor. So we'll see. I suspect I suspect that's just a matter of time. Uh, you know, it's a bit awkward that Microsoft, you know, they'll have to either update what controllers come with the console, or they're going to have to just spin out another controller that is sold separately and marketed as being more feature rich. But then the problem is, is that PlayStation is packaging that shit, yeah, with their console. I would imagine that this is going to probably come with the next iteration of the the next xbox does it yeah so like, it releases with the the series x pro yeah i i, I think that that's when they <laughs> they roll this out it just wouldn't make any sense for them to just do it midway yeah like just come out with a new controller now because then people unless they unless they pulled like a crazy play mm. and and said uh Hey, if you guys have purchased these controllers, then you can trade in your old controller and get the and get a better one. Fuck. Which would just be like, what the fuck? Retailers you know, that's just so would much be lost money. 
Yeah, salty. Well, they would retailers wouldn't be able to do it. Like they they'd yeah. have to they'd have to basically have to sh- mail that in. in. Yeah, that yeah. would be fuck. Um, or you know another route that they could take. There's not really a problem with this now. Is that now that it's out there, it's kind of hard for them to do it without pissing off at least some people, right? There's like no real way to do it without you know annoying some people. Oh, trust me, they've already they they already have this in production. Yeah, they're just putting that they're just putting that out there. To create buzz, to to have people say yes, yes, we do want it, and then they put, and then they're like, well, we've listened to you, so you know, yeah, they here, could also they could also go the route of you know they have the Xbox you know Elite line of controllers, right? They have two versions of that already. Maybe they dump that into the Elite version three, and then and then after that roll it down like it's a sport, you know, the high-end sport car that rolls down into the fucking lower model of cars that get the standard features. Starts mm. to get, like, backwards, you know, reiterated or, or sent into, retroactively added into the uh, the standard model. Um, either way, it's coming. Just a matter of time. And in what package form they decide to uh, to put it out there in. But, uh, but yeah, I, I would be interested in it. I would, I would rather that, personally... Uh, you know, I have the version one elite controller right here. This is still, in my opinion, the greatest controller ever fucking made. Like, Ooh, like the this, this elite controller could, this, ever made. This is, this is, this is it. You know, even they like, are nice. They are nice. The, they are the nice. material quality of this controller blows the fuck out of everything under the water. It's, it's not even close. Uh, the button feel better than anything else. The stick feel better than anything else. And you can just swap that shit fucking easy. Uh, easy peasy, and then you've got um, you've got the added paddles in the back for uh for four more buttons, uh, and then on top of that you also have like profile switches and shit. It's just nuts. It feels so good. The D pad feels so good. It's like metal and shit. Like everything feels like fuck it. Like it feels like you could use this as a weapon. You could if you wanted to. Like you could you, you could bludgeon somebody to death if yes. you wanted to. If you wanted to, don't this, do that. But you don't could. do it. But you could. You could have handed this to some of the guards that were supposed to be doing something at the Capitol building yesterday, and they could have used this to defend the building instead of taking selfies with people. But they weren't equipped, Jeff, with the Xbox Pro Elite. Elite. Mm. You know, those controller. controllers are like going up in value too. Like if th- those are th- those are going to be like you know, those controllers are, are going to be very similar to the old school GameCube controllers. Mm. The old school GameCube controllers, the resale value on those are insane. Like a controller for GameCube is worth almost as much as the actual console. So like, well, that's because it, a lot of, probably like a lot of people are just looking for one where it's not beaten up, right? Like, yeah, well, and it's the and you use them for they have a lot of reusability because people like using them for games, um, fighting games, you know, Smash. Well, they have Bros. the adapters for like Wii and Wii U and like they I think do, even yeah. Switch. And with and with those, you can plug them into like the exactly the Wii, the Wii U, and use those for your everyday stuff, right? So like, yeah, yeah. people people absolutely love the game. I love the GameCube controller. I love that, the GameCube I, controller. I like it. It's too small for my hands. Um, and it was just so it was so it was you know the GameCube controller was similar to the the N sixty four controller. It was like Nintendo wanted to be different, but they they kind of conformed. You know, with the with the GameCube controller, they're like, all right, it's gonna like sort of have the PlayStation controller shape ish, 
but we're still gonna fuck you up with like big ass A buttons and or B buttons, like fucking like stick C sticks and shit in weird random places and everything. Uh, but it felt good, and people, you know, swear by that controller. But uh, this is overall this elite. The the first edition elite is, I think, just the greatest fucking like piece of engineering uh, I've ever personally used. So I suspect if there was a version three, if I had to guess, I would say that that functionality makes it into the Elite first, and then works its way back into when they can mm. bundle it with a new version of the console or, like, a new whatever, when they announce that they're putting it into the standard models. I don't know, but that would be what I would imagine. Uh, next up, we've got... Where am I now? Ah, yes. Hey. This is... You know what? I'm impressed. I didn't think we'd see the day. I thought they were going to ride this bitch out into the sunset, and never have to think about it again. I also think that they're a little late to the party on this one, but who knows, maybe they can fucking pull it off. The PUBG developers, PUBG Corp, has confirmed that they are, in fact, working on PUBG 2.0, as well as the mobile version of PUBG 2.0. I've been... I'm probably for... Probably for over a year, or almost two years now, it was it was apparent to me anyway that they desperately needed to fucking do like they need to scrap PUBG because the engine and shit unless they come up with some incredible overhauls it ain't it you know, like it, it 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 controls awkwardly it's jank it's broken as fuck they can only seem to fix it so much um you know PUBG fundamentally didn't need to change that much but like it, it, the game just felt old I mean it launched feeling old and it never yeah. got younger. It did not find the fountain of youth at any point in time in its development. So, uh, and yet, I mean, my God, if you were around, if you, like, if you were part of the Twitch, like, world at that time when PUBG came out, holy shit. It was the, it was the phenomena. Like, there was DayZ, which was big, and then PUBG came out and it literally fucking encompassed everything. To the mm-hmm. point where Fortnite was created as we know it because of PUBG blowing the fuck up. And they were like, we can't go this route with, with, with Fortnite, this original route with Fortnite, this tower defense thing isn't, isn't it. But you know what is it? PUBG. This battle royale shit is the future. Uh, and then they basically put a skeleton team of what seemed to be four people and a dog uh, on it after it was a f- global phenomena, and the numbers just went meep, until they came up with a mobile version where it blew up, you know, out east, and that overtook and overshadowed the, the PC version, but, my god, in, in my opinion, the amount of money they left on the table by just kind of, like, riding it out, coasting it out, like, I remember when they came out with the, uh, the fixed PUBG, like, they even had a website specifically. They were like, all right, guys, we're really committed, and here's a website. It was literally called, like, fixpubg.com or some shit. And it was, like, mm-hmm. their roadmap for fixing stuff. Yeah, all that shit, <laughs> fucking happened. Didn't happen. <laughs> Didn't happen. And they made, man, they made, like, I remember they made, like, over a billion dollars on this game, um, which was, like, almost unheard of. And I was just like, man, the amount of money that you guys could have fucking continued to make, and you just pissed away. So maybe PUBG 2 pulls it back. But in my opinion, I think they're a little late to the show. You know, it's going to be harder for them now 
You know, it's like catching lightning in a bottle twice, you know? How, how do you fucking catch that shit twice? Um, it's obviously likely to be huge, and going to continue to be huge, in the East. Especially in the mobile market. PUBG's fucking massive there, in that, in that category. But, I don't know, do you think that if they do PUBG 2.0, and they're putting it on the PC and shit, do you think that they get a resurgence? Yeah. Some sort of, some sort of, like, capturing their youth... Yeah, <laughs> recapturing their youth. Do you think it re? Do you think it takes over the Twitch sphere again like it did before? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You think it's? You think it still got it in the tank? Yeah, yeah. It definitely does. Um, it definitely will too. Um, probably not for super long. Like it'll come out. It'll do extremely well, and everybody the will jump will on high. the bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. will jump on the bandwagon, and if the game is actually good then it'll have some legs. If the game is lackluster, then it'll fizzle out after a month. There'll be hmm. a new bit of a resurgence on Twitch for it to some degree. Um, but, you know, Twitch has kind of turned into this... Um, I, 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 feel like, I feel like we're, we're at the stage now with video games and Twitch. Very similar to um, the remake or these, I shouldn't say really remake, but the sequel world of movies back like 10 years ago, mm. where Are we all these nostalgic? Sequels, yeah, like all <laughs> these, all these sequels came out and they had no business really coming out. Nobody's really asked for it. Nobody asked for Tom Cruise and the mummy, Jeff. Nobody did. Right. No. And the thing is, is like people also are so desperate to have that feeling again and mm. have some excitement again um and and relive a relive a time is this, that is this was, like a drug addiction where where you got the highs really easy early on but now in order to get high again you got to go like fucking 58 times deeper and now it's just that the high's going to be like the game's going to hit even harder than before to get you excited and now we're hoping that yeah, PUBG I mean, 2 is that they were chasing the dragon I mean listen the best the best <laughs> analogy I can put it what is this? Does it involve a dick? It does. Okay. <laughs> it, I I would say I would say this. All right. You got you got you got your high school sweetheart. Uh huh. Okay. All right. She's back you're again. In high, you're in high school. <laughs> you have a relationship. Uh. Everything is good. You have so many firsts together. The first mm. time you busted a nut on someone's left cheek. The fucking uh, the first time you went on vacation, the first Christmas together as a couple, the first all the firsts. It's mm. exciting. Mm. It's big and it lasts a lifetime. Yeah, because you always will remember the firsts for many many things. Anything significant. I mean, it could be as small as your first road trip. You know, if you went with the your girlfriend or boyfriend. Uh, in high school or whenever, it's going to be seared into your mind and then all your other future road trips is going to be compared to that one. And you'll be able to, oh yeah, back. So, you know, good times. But then things went bad. Now, it's either it went bad or you just grew apart. Your interest changed. And, you know, when it comes to games like PUBG, it's like, hey, you know what? We've been in a relationship. Things are pretty good. It's it's up and down. It's it's okay. It's not really exciting anymore. There's things that annoy me, but I'm sure there's things about me that annoy you. You know, it's just like it's a it's it's give and take. So 
all of a sudden you just decide, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just walk away from this relationship. You know, I'm going to go and now spend some time with this new girl or guy. And that could be Apex. That could be, I don't, whatever shooter game was out at the time. Different one. Mm. Fortnite, whatever the case may be. And you get the honeymoon phase. Oh, my God, things are excited. There's so much hype. It's it's great. Oh, I'm, I'm man. I'm gonna man. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be number one. I'm gonna be legendary. I'm grandmasters. You, you you grind. You grind. You grind. But then after time, you realize it's just like the last relationship. It gets stale. It's not really. It's not really doing it for you. And then there's some people that have fallen in love with PUBG and never left. You know the high the high school sweethearts that actually made it. You know, mm. the ones like the mm. one, the the one in 50 you, you see where you're like, holy shit, they're still together. Yeah. They did not, you know, they, for whatever reason, whether they parted ways for a small little bit, fucked around, had some other dick, had some other vagina, had some other dick, dick, so or no, vagina, vagina whatever it is, whatever it is. And you just realize like, nah, you know what? That ain't it. I thought maybe I wanted that, but I turns out now I had it pretty good at home. So they ended up getting married and having kids and you know, it, it, it is what it is. And there's some people that played PUBG. That's the same way. There's some people that played Fortnite that never jumped on the other bandwagons. There's some that anyway, more time goes on, more time goes on. You've moved on now. Maybe you've moved to a different province or state. You occasionally think about your ex, your high school sweetheart. You, sometimes you go on Facebook and what is that person up to? And then you just kind of close it. It's and all bad of a sudden, choice, by the way. Don't do that. That's terrible. Don't do that. That's yeah, a it's, don't it's do bad. that. It's bad. Yeah, don't do don't do that. It's don't not be, a good. Don't be that person. Yeah, don't especially especially that. especially if you're not you you're not in the right headspace. Don't, don't go. Don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. But here we go. Here it is. Here's the big one. Mm. Here's the kicker. Mm. You've moved away. Mm. All this other stuff. Mm. You've moved on with your life. You just maybe occasionally creep on Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> But the next thing you know it, you get a little DM. Like, what's this? And you see it. <laughs> PUBG 2.0. You, you see this. The ex-girlfriend. The high school sweetheart. Hey, how are you doing? I just moved into town. <laughs> I just noticed you lived here. We should have a coffee and catch up sometime. We should go have a coffee. <laughs> what do you say as friends? <laughs> and then all of a sudden... You go, I could go for some caffeine right now. I don't even drink coffee, but I don't okay. drink coffee, but, but okay. I'll try it out. I maybe. hear, I hear they got some really good beans over at this other spot here that they bring in. It's, it's real nice. So you know what you do? You start getting excited. Yeah. You start going, oh, you know what? Maybe it really wasn't that bad before. Mm. Maybe, maybe just maybe. It'll keep the good things about the relationship and they've learned while they've been gone. And I've learned while I was gone. And now we know where the mistakes were made. And maybe just maybe now we can kind of turn this into a new relationship where now we both have some experiences. You know, I've played some Fortnite. I played some Apex. I've played this. I played that. I know what I like. And there's certain things about all of them that I like. But you know what? This 2.0 version, it almost seems as though 
they've taken parts that I love of each and almost like combined it in, into one into one package. The rose tinted glasses I, are strong. Yeah, like this is this is this is I think this could be good. Some Yoko Ono shit. So what do you do? You go and grab coffee. Mm. You go and grab coffee. Now some people go, you know what? I fucking hate coffee. Fuck you. <laughs> and they don't go for coffee. They let the past die. They've moved on. The piece that they got now, the partner they have now, I know what it was like before. I ain't, I ain't going, I ain't dealing with the smoke and mirrors. I'm not doing it. You can't trick me. But there's tons of people that right now are desperate for an experience. Something new, but not too new. They want something familiar, but new enough to feel like it isn't going to be the bad on what it used to be. So I bring this all the way around to say, uh-huh. yes, <laughs> PUBG 2.0, when that comes out, mm. almost everybody that played that game in some way, shape, or form, you included. Oh, I'm going to play PUBG 2.0. We'll buy that game. 100%. We'll play that game. Yes. And you will ultimately make a decision if it's better or worse or the same. But at the very least, you're going to go for coffee. And the real question is, how strong is the caffeine? <laughs> you don't drink coffee, but do, does it turn out that you like it anyway? How strong is the caffeine? Well, that went from a, a dick analogy to a caffeine analogy in the span of that. Uh, but we made it. And it's true. Uh, I, You know, I, I would agree. At the very least, PUBG 2.0 like, has its time in the sun. And we'll see how long it can stay up there, right? It's just that's it's not a, it's not a question of is it going to be popular on Twitch because it will be. It's oh, just it how long? How long is the staying power, right? Now, with the amount of money that they've made on PUBG, if they can't make a fucking god tier game, then they should probably just stop developing video games at this point. I just got to be honest with you. Or keep developing if they're going to make billions of dollars. I mean, you could go ahead and do that too, but yes, I know what you're saying. Think of the skeleton team they had on the PC version before Tencent moved in and they made the mobile version of the game, and they were just that core. Like, think of how few people were on that game and how much money it was making, despite how broken it was. Now, envision PUBG not fucking broken and actually good. Yeah. The money would just be like fucking printing it printing press for PUBG, but we'll have to wait and see. Well, it, they've confirmed it, but we don't know anything more than that, so we'll have to see when that uh, that one drops. Uh, next up, Valve permanently bans Team Newbie Club and five players in connection to match-fixing in Dota 2, Mr. Black. Uh, they got together, uh, Valve got together with Perfect World. Uh, it was uh, the, on the eastern side of the affairs for... Uh, for Dota, uh, this is apparently uh, something that was like months in in investigating and and figuring out, and uh, the shit came to the surface, and uh, and now they're gone. Not before they like some of those players made well over a million dollars, but they're gone. Nevertheless, they better hold on to that mill for all it's worth and don't spend it because you ain't making any more of it in Dota. Uh, I don't know more than just the fact that it was match fixing. I would assume given the caliber of some of the players that they probably threw matches on a few occasions, uh, for their own financial It's scary, benefit. man, because like, 
it's so it'd be so easy to throw in video games. You know what I mean? Crazy like, easy. If you're playing a MOBA and you're a part of a team of five, like you don't even need to have the full team on board with this. Like you could literally one person. One person. Like think of League. You feed mid accidentally, like when the, That's the meta it. was over. assassins and shit. You feed mid yeah. and you don't even and like it's not hard to do. You just you know, you get like an you wait for your team to have an odd pick mid that you're that they're on board with, and then you're up against you know what and you just you fumble it. Like you only have to fumble it once in professional league, and, and the mid, mid lane is fucking fit. Like once, mid. that's it. And so, yeah, yep. I mean, that's uh, so. It's not surprising that it took this long to uncover, and and for them to actually nail it down. Uh, but they they pulled it off, uh, and uh, now they're gone. So uh, enjoy your money, gents. Good luck. Uh, oh, we did the Microsoft thing. That's why I moved up. And now last on the list for game stuff, a little bit of, it's a minor tech thing, but it's more of a meme than anything. So ever since NVIDIA released the 3000 series of graphics cards, you have not been able to buy a 3000 series graphics card. It just hasn't happened. It just doesn't fucking exist. You could try. As far as I'm concerned, that shit's like the fucking Bigfoot. Like technically somebody could try to convince you that it exists. And there's bent over trees in the woods that you think Bigfoot did. Uh, but the shit ain't, you haven't seen it. You know, people have t- pictures, but Photoshop is a thing now. You don't know. Uh, you know, that's how I feel about these 3000 series graphics cards. And uh, NVIDIA put out an, it is a, a classic announcement for an announcement. Where they're saying that on, I think it was the 16th of this month. They're going to have like big news about the future of whatever the fuck. Um, which... Is there two things? One, they're going to talk more about new software or new, you know, feature set that they're going to introduce to current series cards, or they're going to announce the TI series of the 3000 series that were was apparently never going to exist, but now is suddenly going to exist. And not only that, if it was, if it is that, that's like a little over four months since the launch of the last cards and they're going to be announcing ones that weren't supposed to exist and people can't even buy the ones that are out now I mean, people are already yeah. fucking living like between scalpers and people mining cryptocurrency right now you literally cannot get like you you have to be your your, your second third and fourth job is scouring the internet and staying awake and refreshing every page of every, like, weird gray market. You've never heard of the company before, but they kind of shipped to your area. So you got to make sure that maybe you're, like, one card rolls through so you can buy it. Like, every you have to do that just to get your hands on one. Um, If they come out and announce, like, the TIs and shit, <laughs> people are going to be like, you've got to be kidding me, right? Like, you can't even get production up to fulfill the current but now you're coming out with the TI versions of these cards. Um, it's crazy time out there for for computer hardware. Everything is super expensive. Uh, and it's the same with AMD. Like their their new processors, you can't buy that shit. They don't. That shit doesn't exist. Like I think the 5800 is like comes in once in a, in a while to some places, but you can't buy a 5900 or a 5950 or a 5600 without selling your soul to the devil. Or as I have here in my notes. Um, despite barely anyone being able to fist fight a bear to obtain one, which is what I feel like it is right now. You get to physically fight a bear and win, and then NVIDIA will grace you with a card. That's pretty much where you're at right now. Uh, people have been like, in my community, 
I've had a couple people who that like where their their graphics card or whatever has just died here recently, and they're like, I need, I need, I need new. I don't have anything. And then you go online and you're like, where do I get a fucking goddamn graphics card? They don't exist. And if you find one, it's like a five year old graphics card that somebody's selling for thirteen hundred dollars or some shit because the market is barren. It's like a fucking wasteland. So. Uh, we'll, we will see. It's, I think it's, I think they said it was the 16th or something. It's, it's within the next week or so. We'll see what NVIDIA uh, has to say here, if it is new cards or if it's just software stuff. But we do know already that the TI models are coming. We just don't know when. Um, and that's going to piss people off uh, a great deal. Because a lot of people, like, will have bought these 3000 series for way more than they're worth. TIs are going to come out. And the TIs are going to have way more VRAM than these current ones have. It'll be basically the yep. same, but with more VRAM, which is the problem with the current cards. Why? I mean, I don't know why they went that route other than to sell more cards, I guess. But like people, you know, my 2080 TI and your 2080 TI has more VRAM than pretty much, I think, everything except I don't know, like the 3080 or the 3090. Um, and so there are games where our older card will still perform better, especially if you're playing at 4K, because we've got VRAM, and then NVIDIA was like, fuck it, we're gonna turn the VRAM back, and then AMD came up with their graphics cards, and they were like, we're gonna turn the VRAM up, and then NVIDIA was like, fuck, we weren't gonna put out TI cards, but now we have to, TI cards, VRAM back on the market, this is the fucking, like, ramping the fucking VRAM back up, so I don't, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> shit's gonna be expensive, you're probably not gonna get it, uh, maybe try to have one to two children to sell, uh, to get your hands on one. Or, if you still have a soul after 2020, sell it to the devil. Uh, and I wish you all the best in that. Speaking of selling your soul to the devil, Mr. Black, it's time to sell out! Patreon.com slash LagTV. Head on over there. We're back for 2021. So go throw some money at the screen. If you got no money to throw, hit the like button. Share it. Subscribe. Leave comment for the algorithms. Mm. And hit that like button again. And then one more time, because if you didn't do it for a third time, then you'd be basically not liking the video. So it's true. go ahead and do all those things. Uh, give a shout out to our sponsors. We got them back. back. We got them back. You guys have been showing some love. First off, we got NordVPN, 68% off using the promo code OTT. You get a bonus month. You guys know the drill. Stay safe. Stay anonymous. You can game on these servers. You can stream on them, game and stream. Six simultaneous devices. You can use it on your smartphone, your PC, desktop, Chrome extensions. You name it. Did I say smartphones already? I think I did. Say Smart it again. Did I, hey, why not? Why not? You can do all those things. Watch region block content. I mean, guys, listen. Everything is going digital. The cable you watch, the TV shows, the movies at this point, they're all going online. And trust me, there are things that are region blocked for other countries that you don't live in. What Canada has is not what the U.S. has. What the U.S. has is not what Canada has. We don't have HBO Max. We can't just go and watch Which HBO Which is some Max. bullshit, by the way, because we pay for HBO here, but we don't get HBO Max. That's some exactly. horseshit. Exactly. That's some there's a shit. lot of there's a lot of good TV shows that the US doesn't get and we don't get on Netflix. So when you use NordVPN, you click one button and you mask your IP to a different country, you automatically get that catalog unlocked as if you were there. All built in with the price of not even a grande cinnamon dolce latte a month. 
few dollars a month. It's 2021. Get a VPN. NordVPN.com slash OTT, promo code OTT. Also, got to give a shout out to Elgato. They're back. Mm. Elgato, you guys went out there and Elgato got yourselves all kinds of Elgato projects and products and all those things. Other P words. in here. It's okay. It's, it's been good. a while. You're it's right. It's, it's been, been a, a couple it's weeks. Been, I'm rusty. I'm rusty. <laughs> all right. Get yourself a stream deck. Get yourself a stream deck. Oh, by the way, the CEO of Elgato tweeted out just not too long ago, said something into the into the tune of we need better webcams. I mean, they're not wrong. They're we've, not wrong. We've needed them for like my God, a long, ten, 10 years. <laughs> long time. So guess what? My guess is something's coming. Mm. Something's brewing. And if I were to wager a bet. Which I don't know anything. I'm speculating. I, I haven't been told anything. I mean, that seems pretty obvious. I know, but hey, once I don't want anybody <laughs> thinking I'm like leaking information. But, yeah, that's true. Hey, yeah, yeah. Listen, mm. there's one thing I know about Elgato products. They all link together. You can mm. you can hook everything up to your stream deck. You got your key lighting for your light for your green screen. Maybe for your new webcam. Who knows what's going to happen? I, I I have no idea. You've got your wave products for the microphone. You got all that stuff, Jeff. I have a problem. What is it? It's been a couple of weeks, so you know I've had time to have a problem. Problems start to pile up over time. I just I got I got a problem. I need a way to do two things. I need a way to tweet out at Twitch support to reset the clock, and I need a way to refresh my Twitch chat at will without having to use more than two keys at a time. Hmm. Because Twitch chat, like clockwork, has been down almost daily for over a week, including right now. It's called it's called Stream Deck. Okay, hook it up to your Stream Deck. Click a button. Mm. Have your Discord open Mm. with your own little Discord channel that says Twitch Stream. That's what I have now. So when my chat goes down, we all go into our community Discord, and then we have we have our chats there because that doesn't go down. That's what we do in these streets. <laughs> hey, listen, you gotta you gotta adapt. It's true. All right. It's a crazy world out there. It's true. And if you're gonna adapt with anything, you better adapt with yourself with an Elgato stream deck. Mm. All right. So hook it up to everything in your life when it comes to PCs. Get going. Go get one. Check it out. Link is in the description below. And that's it for the sellout. Boom. It's time for movies and TV. Wonder Woman 1984 somehow has done well enough that they apparently are already putting in for another one with, I think, the same the same lady at the helm. They made a little over, I think it was a little over 100 schmill there for their opening. Um, I don't know if that was combined theater and streaming or what that was. That was just the number that I saw in my timeline. And it's been a few days since I've seen that, so uh, I'm not sure ex- the ex- exact number. Well, that it's a hundred, a hundred and eighteen okay. million. That was a four days ago or so, and that's box office. So that's not including, you know, HBO's uptick in um in subscriptions, right? Right. And uh, I know they had a pretty good uptick uh, in subscriptions. Uh, I think there was like five, half a million 
uh, like during that opening, like on Chris that weekend, a Christmas weekend or something. I think there was like half a million. Um, that's and that's not even including rentals. Like I had to rent it because. Yeah, again, like we just said, HBO Max, even though I have HBO, when I pay like $20 a fucking month or whatever for it, HBO Max is not available here, and so, yeah, I was, I was like, man, we're sitting on the couch, Em and I were sitting on the couch, she's like, she really wanted to watch it, and I was like, yeah, you know, I hear it's shit, but okay, I don't want to be had again like I did with Mulan, I already paid fucking $30 for Mulan, what am I going to do with this? So, we did, we watched it, uh, what were your thoughts on Wonder Woman? I, I... I felt okay. Where do I start? Um, I felt it was a little long. For one, I think the movie was like like two and a half hours. It, it was two. And, it was two and a half hours. Which it was two and a half hours is it's, a lot longer than any Wonder Woman movie has any right to be. Yeah, uh, especially a Wonder Woman movie that was just there wasn't a lot of action. It wasn't paced well. Jeff, almost um, nothing happened in the entire movie. Yeah, and I don't want to like give any spoilers, so I'll, I'll just be like very general. But I, I, I'll I'll say this: Wonder Woman 1984 was a letdown because the first Wonder Woman was so good. Um, it's it's one of it was it was one of the best superhero movies I think I've ever seen. Like it's definitely in my top ten. Um, and there's like dozens of movies now um for superhero related stuff i i didn't hate it but i sure as fuck didn't love it and i sure as hell didn't um didn't like it as much as the first one um i probably would have given the first wonder woman like a nine out of ten um Mm. just because i just thought it had a lot of heart it was a good introduction um, I know that there's been a lot of people that have been praising Gal Gadot for her performance in this, and I'll be perfectly honest, I didn't think it was that good. <laughs> I I I don't know if it's in because... fairness to her, there it's not like she has a lot to work with. Like it's not no, like the writing I mean, is like opening it up for her to do some shit. Like it I was no worse she's... than the first movie. Like no, I, like like she wasn't she wasn't as stiff as she was in the first movie, but yeah. at the same time, like there were there were a few dramatic moments in this movie. That I just felt like she they went was being for coffee, out, Jeff. She was being outacted. Like, yeah, Chris Pine's a better actor than she is, and uh, um, uh, Pedro, uh, Pedro Pascal, Pascal is infinitely better. Yeah, I, I, I like. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm trying not to hate on the movie too bad, but it really wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Um, the main villain wasn't even like the main villain. Um. Like the the villain that I, I I don't know it it felt very similar to like an Iron Man three where they had like um like a weird villain thing that just wasn't what I was expecting and sometimes that's a good thing and then sometimes it's not and this time it it wasn't it, it there's just too much for me there there's too many wrongs in this movie for me to to it's just tonally it was all over the place it it, it was just poorly executed it was boring for the most part it had a couple of moments i laughed out loud like a couple of times um mostly there was like Pine, I'm, I'm assuming yeah like <laughs> the end of the movie like pedro or page uh, pedro uh, yeah, pedro, pedro, pascal. pedro pedro pascal i thought um he did re- he looked like he was having a lot of fun mm. and i enjoyed what he did with the character and the character is like 
that it's different than I guess the comics, but I I like what they did with this character. Um, I I thought the climax was a little lackluster. I thought a couple of parts there there was some heart there, and 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 I I I had emote like I was emotion. I wasn't like crying emotional, but I felt something at at mm. like one point. Mm. But other than that, that ain't it. Like I, I, when I, after I was done watching, I was like seven out of 10. Now that I think about it more, it's like a six. You're a generous man. Jeff, this movie's yeah. a four. Oh, Ooh. Uh, somebody put it. The, the best take I've seen on this movie so far was a very succinct tweet. And it said the best part about wonder woman, 1984 was the poster. Hmm. And it's truth. Cause that's a fire poster. The movie is not fire. In fact, that poster is one of my is one of my gripes with the film. The poster and all of its lead up shit that they did with this movie painted a picture, you know, no pun intended, of a very different um visual and thematic delivery than what we got. I was expecting juiced up eighties color themes. And uh, and and kind of bombastic, you know, coke-addled bullshit of the '80s. Given what you saw in that poster, I mean, look at that fucking yeah. poster. And the closest thing we got to that, and again, no spoilers, but you'll know what I mean, is in the yeah. opening scenes in the movie. The smoke, yeah, it was very cartoonish. The smoke has those colors. Yeah. In the openings, and then the fireworks scene. That's already uh, that's not that a, was a that that right there. I wish. I was watching it in IMAX because I could tell that that was just, that was a gorgeous looking scene. Yeah. That was their, that was their money shot. Right. And those two, those two aspects were the only parts of it that played to what I expected given all the materials that were put in front of us leading up to this movie. Um, I can sum this movie up with no spoilers as a CrossFit film that spins into a uh, a dating film that that spins into a totally different film that's happening in another universe about a dude that's supposed to be representative of like every fucking um you know everything that the writer hates about about political and corporate America in one fucking character all at the same time like he's got schizophrenia all at the same it's like three different films, none of them great. Writing was shit. Pedro did the best he possibly fucking could, and Pedro can act like a motherfucker. And so thankfully, even though the writing was literal dog shit in this movie, terrible, he at least delivered it in a way that, like you said, had enough emotion to get you on board with his character. But that being said, again, he outacted the fuck out of, like, every scene that he was in with other people. Chris Pine, who is not exactly a stalwart, incredible fucking actor. He's a good actor. He's not a bad actor. He's not like a Henry Cavill. I wouldn't put him like a Henry Cavill, like, you're just good enough, but you're handsome, so it works. But he, like, he's, a, he's above that. But even he acted Gal Gadot under the table in every scene. And, and his character wasn't even like it had depth. His character was there for the purposes of a rom-com. They squeezed a rom-com into the middle of the movie, Jeff. 
the mid entire middle of the movie has almost no plot development and is a hundred percent a romantic comedy like we would have seen in like the early two thousands and late nineties. That was that was the whole middle part of the movie. No anything, no development at all. And then you they'd cut away to Pedro, and again, like I was saying, totally different movie. It's like he's in a different universe. From the from the rom com, and he's acting in his own movie, and he's the main character, and he's doing his thing, and then it cuts back, and it's a rom com again. It's fucking, it was wacky, and it was also full of like tropes that even for a, a superhero movie were painful for me to watch. Yeah. When she walks into the office and she meets who you're describing as the not quite the bad guy, but a bad guy or bad girl in this case. And the first thing that happens is, you know, she's got glasses on and, yeah, she, and she, dropped, she dropped the file folder. And, oh, I dropped my shit. Nobody's helping me pick it up. Jim, can you help me pick it up? Who the fuck are you? Oh, no. And, she's like, and then you know immediately they're going to juxtapose her. Here comes Smoke Show, 48 out of 10, Gal Gadot. And with like 15 foot long legs with a slit dress walking out and they put her up against this girl who is supposed to have then been the sexed up epic version of this woman and bless her soul it's not like she's ugly but you put her out in this dress and it's supposed to be going up against Gal Gadot and you're like bro no you can't do that shit it doesn't work but it was you knew it was coming it was like the geeky whatever and then they went out and had coffee Jeff and that's one of the scenes you were also probably referencing where Gal Gadot just couldn't quite get it fucking going they all have coffee where Gal Gadot tries to convince everyone that pretty people have problems too and I was like what the fuck am I watching it's such a dumb movie it's terrible and then you know what fuck it I'm going all the boom balls deep at one point the rom-com okay that people from the trailers would already know this this is not really spoilers but the rom-com section of this where where Steve is back I won't tell you how Steve gets back, because that would be a sport, but everyone knows Steve is back. So the rom-com portion of this dog shit fucking movie, they're out, and it's basically like a half hour of Steve being a lost puppy deer in headlights, because he's gone like forward in time, like all this year, and he's walking around the city like, wow, woo, and then like deep in the background, like, like the bokeh is blurring out Gal Gadot in the background, and Steve's just walking around going, Oh, wow, golly, look at this shit. Oh, and a moving stairs? It's an escalator, Steve. Ooh, wow. Put one foot on at a time, Steve. Oh, shit, I'm moving on an escalator. And then he goes out and there's fucking art installations. And she's like, all of this <laughs> that you see before you is art. And Steve's like, wow, that's super neato. And then he stares at a trash can and he goes, hmm, yes. Hmm. And she goes, that's a trash can. And he's like, oh, that's a trash can right now. I guess, sorry, that's a trash can. My bad. <laughs> and then, so, so they set him up. They like take him to the museum where he sees, because in the time he's been gone, they go, we go to the moon and all that shit. And he's fucking like, He's mind-fucked, right? He's like, oh my god, we went to the moon? Excuse me? Holy shit. And there's a part of the movie where they have to do some flying, right? We all know what Steve does best. He fucking flies, right? And we've just watched him be such a fucking potato that he thought a trash can was a piece of art, and he was mind-fucked that we went to the moon, like, decades before this movie takes place. They're like, we need to get to this place on the other side of the world. How are we gonna get there? Holy shit! 
like, well, we have to fly. Well, we can't just like, we don't have, you know, we, we, we can't, we're on like pass. We, we can't do that shit. We have to get there. Other means like, uh, and then, and Steve's like, well, I would, I would fly it. And she's like, and you will. And then they go to like the fucking like air. I don't even know what airport it is, but apparently the entire airport security rests on a single fucking padlock. One, one padlock to rule them all. And then you just walk out on the fucking runway. And so he just like walk down this ramp and fucking Wonder Woman struggles with this padlock, but eventually fucking gets this padlock off. And then they walk out onto a runway and you're seeing like, Four different generations of plane, right? You've got like the, I think there's like a, a, a biplane and then there's like just a regular, maybe like a prop plane, like a shit that would have been like a little after his time, maybe. And then there's like fucking, I don't know, would have been in the 80s. Would have that been an F 14 or some shit? Like a legit fighter jet. Like space age to him. And they're like, and, and of all the planes that are there, she's like, that's the one. Get into this. They hop into this jet. No helmets, by the way. In an F-14 would go real well. No helmets or anything like that. They just hop on in. A Wonder Woman makes sense. Make sure Wonder Woman. But fucking Steve's like a potato. And he takes. I'm not. We just again. I can't reiterate this enough. He just mistake. He just mistook a trash can for a piece of art in the year 1984. But we're gonna hop his ass. He was mind fucked about toasters. And we're gonna hop his ass. Into a fucking F-14. And he goes, one sec. And he just starts... He just starts flipping switches. Natural, Adam. He's a natural. It's in his blood. Just like... He's like, nope, that's not it. And he gets, like, one thing wrong. He, like, flips one. He's like, oh, no, that's not it. Second switch. Boom. There you go. Presses the button. And all of a sudden, he's flying an F-14. This motherfucker has... Like, are you serious? But but to make that scene even more comedic to me, I was like, man, you know what Wonder Woman movies haven't had yet? Her invisible jet. They haven't done that yet. I was like, man, well, this is technically a jet. And then no no sooner am I having those thoughts pass through my mind, and I'm saying this out loud to M, and Wonder Woman starts doing some Mr. Miyagi shit. <laughs> she starts... She's like, I'm not fucking with you guys. She like claps her, like, like she's standing over fucking Crusoe about to freaking heal his ass backstage after he sweeped the leg. Fucking Wonder Woman just fucking got her hands going and she starts talking out loud. Like Steve doesn't even question what she's doing really all that much. She's just like doing some shit. And then she just starts like monologuing where she's like, uh, we, uh, at some point, you know, uh, we had the ability, if we thought about it real hard, to turn things invisible. And Steve's like, oh, that's, that's useful. And she's like, yeah, but I only did it once with a coffee cup, uh, and I lost the cup, so I don't know. And he's like, so she's done this, like, exactly one time with a coffee cup, but just like Steve, it don't fucking goddamn matter. She, Mr. Miyagi's shit out of it, like, puts her hands together a bunch, and all of a sudden, the jet's fucking invisible, by God, just in the nick of time, as, as Steve takes off in his space-age fucking F-14, and off they go flying through some, some fucking fireworks. Dude, that movie is dog shit. On top of dog shit, it is embarrassing. Pedro Pascal and 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 fucking uh, Chris Pine save whatever scenes this movie have has are entirely on them, and it's mostly Pedro because you know 
Chris doesn't have to do anything. Chris is there for a, a, a deer in headlights rom-com, and that's, that's like, Steve's entire thing. Pedro actually has to do some form of, like, convincing the people at home that what's going on actually matters, because otherwise, if he didn't, nothing in this film would fucking matter. So Pedro Pascal carries the fuck out of whatever carcass this film ha- uh, has, and you get that, and then... At the very end of the movie, it it kind of just like wet farts itself out, and then they ram in like their their message. Like if you didn't already get their message, the writer, like whatever her fucking name is, she's like, "Fucking take this wholesome fucking message in 2020. Fuck you. Take it. If you don't like it, fuck you." And she just rams it home, and Pedro's gonna make that all happen in like a like a minute and a half worth of film, and God fucking bless that man he somehow pulls it off and then the movie just goes and it ends. that's wonder woman 1984 don't well, watch it, it ladies and for gentlemen. god's sake unless you hate yourself and want a place to burn money don't watch that shit it's a bad fucking film there you go next up you know what else i want to talk about jeff what you know what else i think it was a bad film and you're probably gonna hate me for saying it tenant what Tenant was a oh, no, fucking <laughs> shit film. <laughs> and arguably, I had more fun watching Wonder Woman than I did Tenant. <laughs> and that, after you heard me rant about that shit, if that doesn't fucking light a fire under your ass to wonder what the shit Christopher Nolan was smoking when he came out with Tenant. Bro, what was your take on Tenant? I need to know. Because you're the big, it. you're the big film. I you didn't, didn't finish it. Oh, I fuck. didn't finish it. <laughs> you fall asleep because I almost did. I fell asleep. I knew I it. Fell asleep. Yeah, I fell asleep. I knew it. That film is so <laughs> bad. There are people trying to make this film seem like it's the greatest thing he's ever made. What the yeah, hell are they on? There's, there's not many people. There's not many people saying that. So. Oh my god. Yeah, I uh, I fell asleep. I didn't even watch it all. I got about an hour and 50 minutes in, and uh, I started dozing off. I said, fuck this, man. I'm turning this off. It wasn't for me. It wasn't for Bro, me. Bro, that, that film, that film, yeah. I, I can just for it. That film ain't for anyone. That film, yeah. at best, is for Christopher, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> that's yeah. that's, that that's it. That ain't it. No, I can't, I can't even rate it because I just haven't even seen it all. So, like, some I could, people like it. Some people don't. I could, I, I could literally spoil everything in that film and it wouldn't change a damn thing for anyone watching that film i've i've i'm not going to but i've never seen such a needlessly convoluted and up your own ass take on an action film in my entire life holy shit christopher no if i had to summarize it first of all as far as the score goes tenet's like a fucking two and i'm straight up like it's a two not even there's not even the the most interesting part about tenet is how they tackle the fight scenes because of the premise of the movie. That's it. Full stop. There is no other interesting aspects to Tenet. Any film that deals in the subject matter that that film does, I don't know how much people know going into Tenet, so I won't even say what the subject matter is, and they have to spend as much time as they do explaining to you what the fuck is going on and why the fuck it's going on, you've already lost the fucking net. The fighting. Well, not only that, I mean, the worst part about the movie is it's 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 almost unaudible. Like you, you 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 have to. I had to watch it in, oh, the in subtitles. Bad. Yeah, the yeah, audio. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really 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 hard to make out. 
Um, Apparently, whenever it's Christopher not a good Nolan movie. does his own his own audio shit, it always turns yeah. out poor. It's bad. It's it's not good. Um, yeah, no, that's that's a solid two. Um, it's a solid. It's a, it's a it's a solid two. I guess that's all I can say about Tenant. Is is just a solid. It's a solid fucking two. I uh, yeah. You know what? Don't even watch the rest of it, bro. It doesn't get better. I'm not. Whatever. Where, wherever. Not. Wherever you ended. It doesn't get it doesn't get fucking better. Uh, so don't worry about it. Vin Diesel is committed to bringing Fast and the Furious Nine to theaters in May. So I guess he's really hoping that that's gonna you know uh, be doable. If Wonder Woman did the numbers it did, I'm sure that there's a case to be made that by May, depending on how whatever the, and nobody fucking knows what's gonna happen between now and May. If at this point anyone thinks they have a good way of predicting how this whole thing's gonna pan out, I. <laughs> Bless you. Um, but, I mean, odds are it'd be able to do enough numbers that it would be reasonable to assume that they could release it and, and do okay. Uh, but I also wouldn't be shocked if they went down the road of, of also either early on, maybe not simultaneously, but early on also doing some form of streaming thing. They were probably shopping around, I would imagine. Who wants to spend the money? to make that happen because even if it does let's say it does double the numbers of wonder woman that's still not enough money for fast so they got to come up with that somewhere else so i suspect we'll see a a similar idea um uh with that uh i don't even have hype for fast and the furious anymore do you do you care about fast and the furious at this no, point i don't give a no. i'll watch it but i just yeah i don't give a fuck if the movie never came out i, I would lose any sleep yeah kevin feige's star wars movie though I, ha- I don't have, I don't say I would say ha- I have hype, but I have hope. <laughs> this is the, probably the more, the more adequate word for the, uh, or, or the more uh, appropriate word. Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie is to be penned by the Doctors, uh, by Doctor Strange 2's writer, Michael Waldron. Um, I don't recall watching Doctor Strange 2, maybe. Well, it's not out. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, it's not. Oh, okay. I'm no. then that's it. I've seen because I was gonna say I've seen one, but I'm not. I'm not into the movies enough to even know that there would have been not the sequel out yet. Um, but I liked one. Was it the same yeah, guy? Did he, did Doctor, he also write one? I don't. Was it different? Different? A different guy? I don't think so. I'll check. Um. Yeah. Um. I just have faith in Kevin, whatever Kevin Foggy does. So yeah, whatever, I mean, yeah, whatever he, whatever he chooses, it's okay. It'll yeah. be, it'll be, it'll be good. Yeah, no, he didn't write the first one, though. No. no, first one wasn't bad though. I liked the first one. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty I good. Doctor Strange. Um, that's all I got for movies and TV. Anything else crop up? You're aware nah. of? No, nah. nah, that was it. I watched the second season of Mandalorian. That happened too. Oh yeah, I'm. Uh, we're three episodes. We're on episode. Six. Six. Oh, so you got like two left then? Yeah, something like that. It's a lot better in the first season. Uh, it it's it's flows infinite, a lot better. Inf- everything yeah. it flows better. The acting is better. The writing is better. The the uh, yeah. I, the fact that it's even cohesive. All that, all it needed to be was cohesive, and it was going to be better than the first season. Um. So yeah. Uh. I I'm I'm I was not a fan of the first, but I am a fan of the second. So they did yeah. well. Man, we're watching uh, Cobra Kai as well, so we're on season three of that. Oh, so. very nice, very nice. How's yeah. that been? It's good. Yeah, I like Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah. that's all. That's it. That's all you got. Which means it's time tech for support. Tech, tech support. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com slash technical, or no, sorry, lag TV. Fuck, where'd my brain go there? Patreon.com slash lag TV. It's the place you want to be. $10 and more per month gets you uh, a few goodies, one of which is being able to ask us questions on a post that I put up before the podcast each and every week called Tech Support. And we answer as many of those as we can at the end of each and every podcast. Oh, let's see. Uh, Chico, this is an interesting question. I don't think anyone's ever asked me about this before, and I know it's I know it's become more common, especially here in the last year, for obvious reasons. But he said, "Happy New Year's, uh, you guys. Your thoughts on study slash work streams? People streaming themselves studying." Or just generally doing work from home, I guess. I mean, I don't know how you stream yourself studying because you're not, you know. But I it's mean, I think it's literally or... just you, the visual of you, and maybe some background oh, okay. music, and that's like the fucking show. I mean, I mean, at this point, it's, if you find it entertaining, then I guess sure. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, people are streaming anything and everything on Twitch now, so yeah, there's a market for damn near yeah everything, and so yep. that's not shocking to me. I mean. You know, yeah, it's somebody, if they haven't already, they're the, the classic combo. There's a, um, a, uh, lo-fi <laughs> hip hop channel that was on YouTube. I think it got banned last year sometime. Anyway, um, chilled cow was one that I listened to a lot on YouTube as well. And it was just like anime chick sitting at desk, uh, not like VTuber, but like just a looped gif basically, of them sitting at the desk studying, and then it's lo-fi hip-hop in the background, just a huge playlist of lo-fi hip-hop. It's something to put on the background for yourself to listen to the music, but that was like, you know, girls sitting at the desk doing their thing, and then somebody came up with the com- uh, combination of that channel, plus there was a a website that just had um, rain sound effects. mm and so you'd put on, you'd get this layered effect of the rain sound effect plus the lo-fi hip-hop, whatever, for, like, concentrating. And that was huge. So many people fucking did that shit. And so I wouldn't be shocked if somebody was like, you know what, what if I just did that, but in real life, put that shit on and go. Why uh, not? And, yeah, you know, people, people will watch anything. I mean, people watched Jeff Sleep years ago. They did. So They did. People watched more people watch me putting together furniture than almost anything else I did after that. So they did. You, you got You never know what's gonna. You know. You think. You think you know, but you never really know. Uh, let's see. Oh, Will Hawkins asks. It's, this is. It's not. It's not tough for me. But what sauce goes best on a chicken tender? Chicken tendies, Jeff. What's the what's the uh, go to sauce? Mm. I'm gonna go with sweet and sour. Yeah, that's mine. I don't, I don't sweet even have and to, sour. I mean, there's 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 sweet and sour is the go to. There's um um there's like a sweet Thai chili sauce that uh. That Boston Pizza puts on their Thai chicken bite. They call them the Thai chicken bites or whatever. 
and yep, the sauce so they put on those. That sauce is dope. I don't think they actually put that on the side of anything, but I would hella fucking get all in that shit if they put a side sauce uh, of that. But sweet and sour uh, is my go-to. I, I don't fucks with anyone who's dipping their chicken fingers in barbecue sauce. That shit's whack. Uh, I don't. I don't get it. Um, but uh, but yeah, sweet and sour. Uh, let's see. Logan asks, if you and 100,000 of the hardest Naruto running boys, you know what I mean when I say Naruto run? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's my my uh, son runs like that all the time. Uh, uh, he'll run like that until he falls on his face a few times, and then he'll stop running like that. Uh, could ever storm one area anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? I mean, we've already answered this question as a species. It's Area 51. And only like 15 people showed up and none of them did it. That's what you do. You get 100,000 people, they storm the fuck out of Area 51. And that's it. Or you go to the that's place, the or you try to go to the place where, what's his name, the guy that did the, the interview on, on Joe Rogan where he said he worked uh, not on Area 51 but an adjacent base. Wherever that shit was. Just fucking run in there. Do that. <laughs> Or if you were paying attention yesterday, apparently, yeah. Well, you don't need 100,000. Apparently, you only need, like, a few hundred people uh, with one guy dressed up as a, like, a fucking goodwill version of a Viking um, to, to be able to raid the Capitol building. Doesn't take much. Don't, don't worry about it. Uh, Jorbox says, you sit down a lot for work. What tactics have you used to keep your bum from being sore? I haven't taken any tactics at all. I, my back and body are just fucked now. Just straight up fucked. Knees are fucked, back is fucked. Sciatica in predominantly the right side, but also sometimes the left side. Uh, you know, I get constant... You know, I'm so inactive all the time and shit that I get, like, constant little micro muscle spasms anywhere in my body. It doesn't have to be, like, a full muscle. It could be just, like, a little spot on, like, legs and shit. Just fucking... Just fucking... It... I haven't done anything. I get, I do get up and stretch a lot occasionally, but usually what happens is I'll wait until it's so bad I can't fucking take it anymore, and then I'll spend an ungodly amount of time foam rolling and stretching over the over the course of like two days, mm. and then I'll be and then I'll feel better. I'll be like, oh, ha, huh, I'm limber again. I don't feel like ass, and then I stop. <laughs> I sit back down in my chair until it's bad again, and and when really I should just be like. You know, every day doing that shit, but there's only so much you can do. Really, you sit That's that it. much. There's really only so much you can do. Yeah, you, I mean, you get up and move. I, I sit in a crazy, expensive, comfortable, ergonomic chair, and it's still, you know, you sit in it enough. It doesn't matter. Like you just have to get up and stretch, and you know, the 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 play is to get a standing desk, hmm. one that can go up and down. And then that way you can spend part of your time standing up, kind of moving around a little bit, stretching, and then part of it sitting. Uh, this is a this is uh Doctor Samurai. This is a sp oddly specific question, uh, and it got upvoted a couple times, so I'll I'll try and answer it. In what ways does Adam suffer from only child syndrome? I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but I, I'll take a guess at what it's supposed to mean. I'd say probably the only way I can think of that's like particularly bad 
is that it has certainly exacerbated how much alone time I need to recharge my batteries. I am so used to being able to have my own space because I didn't have siblings growing up, right? I wasn't sharing spaces with siblings or anything like that. You know, when you're with your friends, it's one thing, but then when you're like by yourself, you're by, you're, you're fucking by yourself, right? So that's what I need to re like to recharge my batteries. And in the last year, of course, more than ever, because in the last year where we're all stuck inside, right? And, and M is here and I, I wouldn't have it any other way, but even when it comes to having a significant other, I still need to have like some pocket of time to just fucking be by myself to turn my brain off as best as I can, which is already a hard enough task. And, and to even have somebody just sitting on the, on like behind me or in the same room is still like, it doesn't work. I need to have like alone time. So when M's at work and it's a morning shift. And so I've taken her into work at like six 30 or whatever in the morning I get home. And so she's at work. Mom and dad aren't awake. Nan's not up. I've got like this small little bubble of time where I can turn my brain off and just fucking like, you know, uh, uh, do nothing. Like literally do nothing. Maybe I'm going down a YouTube rabbit hole. Maybe I'm just working, but I don't have to, you know, I don't have, it feels like hovering, right? That's probably the, the, the predominant thing from being an only child is that you're so used to being able to have your own space to go to if you just need to have your own space to go to that it it's heightened when you when when you're in situations where you can't get that for periods of time i'm sure having kids is going to completely fuck me up uh <laughs> jorbox says covid ceases to be uh to exist for one hour what is the plan I'm going to go get sushi, and then I'm going to go right back home. Uh, I mean, I could do that now. I'm, well, I'm going to sit go in grab... the restaurant. Oh. Yeah. Uh, What would I do? I would, I, for an hour. An hour. I would take my son. Mm -hmm. I'd go to Toys R Us, mm -hmm. and I'd say, grab whatever you want. Before the store closes permanently for the second time. Yeah, <laughs> Pick that's, that's what I would do. Pick whatever you want. You know, I've, 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 I've said this, like, I, um, I, I haven't had an opportunity to do anything with my son. I, I, I mean, he's, he's going to be two next month. Yeah. Um, and the majority, the majority, or like now that he's getting a little bit older, like he can walk and say some words and he's smart and he has an opinion to a degree and, and he's more, you can more interact with him and get a reaction and stuff. He's mm. not like the first year where it's basically a baby trying to keep its head up. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. You know, of course. You, you know, so ever since this COVID thing has been a thing, I, uh, I haven't, I haven't been to a restaurant with my family. I haven't mm. gone to the mall. I, I, we haven't, we haven't done anything. Like, we've gone on walks. Pretty much Kai's entire life has been in a very small circle around the, the family it. home, and that's it. That's he it. hasn't gotten out anywhere yet. That, that's it, right? Like, it's it's the neighborhood. We took him to the park a couple times. Um, but other than that, 
it's been in this little tiny pocket. So I imagine, haven't imagine had an opportunity. Like, fucking to, kids that just got into school for the, like, like they're just hitting school age. This is well, like I mean, nightmare fuel. Yeah. I mean, well, they're kids, right? So I don't even think they like will fully understand what's going Like, I guess if you're old enough to be in, to go to elementary school, that's what like, I mean. School's, yeah, yeah. School's still in. Yeah. So like, you know, you can still go to school. It's weird. Um, but you know, it's even more super weird for Kai for me, because like, at this point in his life, we're supposed to like be able to take him places and do things, you know, go to the fair or like fucking uh, just go to this toy store for Christ's sake. Like just like the little things like go to a restaurant and order food and get him a kid's meal, you know, go to McDonald's, you know, the, like, wh- like, you know, like just the shit that you do as a kid, like, hmm. I don't know. And it could be like another year before we're able to do that. Like he could be three years old and hasn't been to like one of those big giant play places where all the kids get together and go in jungle gyms and fucking, you know, parents stand on the yeah, sidelines yeah, exactly. and you're like, yo, Kai, don't, don't do that. Don't hit her. No, no. You know? And then they come out crying. I haven't been able to do any of that yet. So it's kind of shitty. So I would do that. I'd take him to Toys R Us and say, go, what do you want? Go, you got an hour. It'd be like a Mr. Beast video. You got an hour. How much shit you can put in this cart? Go. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Uh, this is a, a bit of a two-parter. It comes from Volkus. He said, Tesla just released the ability to choose your own low-speed pedestrian warning sound and horn sound. What would your guys' choices be for both? And I'm going to say that you uh, can't use the fail stamp, but he also then followed that up with, and this is the thing I'm more interested in answering, to be honest, retelling the story behind the origins of the fail stamp itself. So as far as, like, what would I choose in my own Tesla? I don't know. Fuck it. Probably, uh, uh, I mean, who, who, uh, who doesn't want to just slap the General Lee horn on? Like, like who doesn't want just that? You know, I'm good with that. Give me that. I guess. Um, what would you use? I'd go with the I'd go with the, like the screaming goat. Oh, that'd be good. Or the, what about like yeah. the dubstep horn? Like bleh, 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 bleh. with the goat. It's goat, so the annoying. screaming goat is fucking incredible. Goat. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. As for the retelling of the origins, uh, the the origins, the story behind the origins. Thank you, brain, for combining story and origins. The story behind the origins of the fail stamp. So, uh. Like most things in Lag TV, it was it was conceived in about 14 seconds, either during, before, or immediately after we had just finished recording a podcast, uh, or not a podcast, uh, uh, an, episode. An, an episode of, of Lag TV's uh, StarCraft stuff. So, um, I mean, shit, the fail stamp is old. That's like that that we weren't deep into it when the fail stamp came along. But the fail stamp was pretty much born of, you know, episode uh, eight, right? Um, It was, was, you know, we needed a way to uh, really put an emphasis on just the epic nature of of the fail that that Niskel uh, produced for the masses. And... We already knew, 
you know how we wanted the the loosely how we were, we, we wanted the 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 video to go but we knew we wanted something else to kind of like give it a little punch and uh you know it was a big fail and it was it was as simple as it's a big fail it's like why don't we just like fail stamp bomb sound go and th- that was it that was the, there wasn't any more thought like uh, like the the majority of that early lag tv shit happened on the fly in very short time and we didn't put much second thought <laughs> in anything we just, we just, we just did, did it we just, we, we just did fucking it because everything was new right so you didn't it didn't take much to come up with an idea that you hadn't already done right i mean it's like i think the i think the one that i remember the most was the the um was was it seven or six that was the queen going across the map six i think it's six because seven was ketrick might have been no okay. seven no. is the blue block yeah but seven's blue block is it yeah. yes and then eight so. and then eight is anyway. queen queen is six seven is blue block and eight then is, is the failed cannon rush like the holy trinity yeah uh i remember trying to we we had the queen game and we both knew that this was like it needed to be done but there was so much downtime of watching this queen go across the map and we we were brainstorming that one probably took longer than anything else was that episode because we were brainstorming how the fuck we make it mildly entertaining that a queen goes from one base with no creep and Mm. somehow doesn't die and makes it all the way across the fucking map and pulls us off the pilgrimage and i can still remember jeff was sitting at the computer i was pacing his hallway it was like his OG apartment. I was pacing the hallway, uh, like standing in the doorway and then turn around pacing the hallway. And Jeff was sitting at the computer and it was so far. It was like 700 degrees in the apartment and like so humid. And the, I could fucking like the air could be cut with a knife and every surface was sticky. Just the, the, the door frames sticky. The floor is sticky. The fucking everything is just sticky. Like you put your hand on the door frame and take it off. It was like... Just fucking take your hand off. Everything was just fucking sick because it was just so damp from the... You know, it was an apartment, and it was like an older apartment. You couldn't escape that shit. And it was late. It was like fucking 11 or something that night, and it was after, like, work or some shit. And we snowballed, like, a bunch of uh, of ideas for it, and eventually it just came down to, you know, we just need to put some stupid, like, cut back and forth... And dumb epic music that yeah. Jeff's just gonna vocal, and, and that's gonna be and that's gonna be the show, and yeah, like and worked. that was it. It just worked. It just sure. fucking worked. That was it. it was not, like there was no there was no deep science behind it. It was just bullshit at eleven o'clock at night trying to survive the heat in this apartment. Dumb shit happened, uh, and it fucking it 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 just happened. Uh, and. Like, I don't remember, did we, was that like a, a night, did we do all three of those in one night? I don't remember, man. That, that shit was over. It was 10 years that was ago. 10 years ago. 10. 10. Decade. I think we did at least years. two of those in one night. I think it Ten was. years. I think it was six and seven. I think eight was on its own day. We are old. We're getting up there. Uh... <laughs> we are old, bro. That's true. Um, oh, well, here's a follow-up. This will be the last, the last one. 
Um. Uh, forlorn, uh, forlorn egoist asks. Lag TV linguistics. This is a sim- similar theme. What are the origins of some of our favorite lag TV slang, like bouse, fire, shit the bed, etc.? Say this again. So what's what are the origins of some of our favorite lag TV slang words, like bouse, fire, shit the bed, etc.? Uh, I mean, I don't really. Uh, I know hard, where I, I know where Bells came from. Well, I do too. Uh, shit the bed. It's just something I said. Like I, shit the bed was pre-lag TV. Yeah, like sour about that. I always, I always said sour. Like sour was also pre-lag TV. So there was a lot of the stuff that you guys would have gotten in part that predated lag tv that just so happened to still be in our vernacular when we started recording lag tv like um sour was a very popular slang in school even through fucking like universe like that that shit just like stuck sour stuck for a long time um the vast majority of the stuff was all stuff that we did we just grew up with yeah a lot of it it was Bouse, just us. Bouse, Bouse was like a, a was a, a a a half and half of uh, that Jeff latched onto when Epic Meal Time was the shit. Uh, and Harvey Har, Harley Harley yeah Harley Harley, Harley uh, called himself himself the South Bouse. Uh, and uh, and that kind of like we we watched the fuck at epic meal time like like everyone did back then epic meal time was fucking huge we watched the shit at epic meal time and it just became part of the like our everyday language but but the the south bouse which is how he said it just turned into and into just a slightly different pronunciation yeah of just of just like bouse uh <laughs> It was like, it's like, an, bo- it's like a, it was like supposed to be just it, like it's boss. like boss like, and and boss. It's like a co- yeah. It's like it's yeah. just another way of saying boss. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but that and that was and that was probably the closest in terms of like the stuff that we said. That was probably the closest to being a thing that that kicked up either during or right before lag TV started. Everything else was pretty much like before lag tv was ever a thing those were just Mm. like words and sayings that that we used that stuck with us um you know and we went through a lot of that shit growing up like we fucking plowed through stuff that we we said over time but yeah those were just those are most of those things the origin other than bounce is hard to pin down because most of it would just be stuff that we would have been saying for years before and and god only knows where some of that stuff would have came from um, sour was like a, was a precursor to salty. Like salt eventually became the more popular, especially with Twitch. Like uh, salt became the more popular version of sour. It means the same shit. Um, that's, that's all that, that was. It's the same idea. Uh, and fire, fire was, fire is not even a, a lag TVism. Fire was just like a general. Yeah, that's fire. That was a, a general you know, vernacular for most of North America. Really? Um, it's just another way of saying cool. That's <laughs> all. It's all it was. Uh, yeah. And other than that, I mean, I don't know what other isms we've had. I'm sure we have lots, but almost all of them are 
bad life choice. Bad... Fuck, I do remember... I, I do want to remember where bad life choice came from, because that one... That one might have also been pre-lag TV. I don't know if it was... So long ago now, I just... I don't know. It's just something I've always said. Like, I, bad I, life choice, it feels like it's something I've always said, but I know it's, it was... It, I know it wasn't, you know... It doesn't outlive lag TV by that much, but it's definitely like... And I don't know when we started saying it. It had to have been... I want to say it was like during the, the fucking jackass era. That we started saying that shit. Might have been. Where it was just like, dude, that's that's a bad that's a poor that's a poor life choice. It's a bad life choice. Um and then it just spun out into that and we I'm still I still fucking say the shit out of that all the time. <laughs> like poor yeah. life choice is still like something that I uh I say all the time. Uh, yeah, I think his Elgato key light is off, so his eyes don't burn out of the back of his skull. Probably. No, I uh, basically I, I just closed down the patch notes, so I open up the patch notes and the screen uh, yes. is so white. Yes, right? it's true. That'll that, do that. Uh, That'll do it. it. Light it lights up the, uh, <laughs> the thing, and then I just click that, and all I mean, of we sudden, can pretend it's the Elgato key light, but it's not. It's yeah, just, it's not. It's not. It's all it is. But yeah, uh, and that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we got for the Technical Alpha podcast. First Technical Alpha of twenty. 21 or if you want to look at it 2020 season two we'll see you guys next week uh for some more technical podcast hope you guys had a wonderful holiday of course uh thank you so much for sticking it out with us and continuing to support us on patreon uh we will see you guys next week for more and until we do stay safe out there and peace peace